Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be across the nation or around the world. Once again, you're listening to the VMware Community's Roundtable Podcast. This is podcast number 457. My name is Eric Nelson, and I have no co-host today because everybody's on the Thanksgiving break. But I thought I would just quick and do a, a recording anyway. Uh, so it is me, and on the on the show today, we're going to do a little bit about uh, AWS and the fact that we do have uh, ESXi running on a Raspberry Pi. So I thought I would just do a rundown of the stuff that we're going to have at AWS us and talk a little bit about that and just give everybody a showcase of what we're doing at Amazon and why we're there. So I thought it would be worthwhile doing that. So uh, that's going to be what I'm going to cover today on the show. Uh, but before I do that, uh, we'll just talk a little bit about the weather. Uh, Area, the, the color of the Bay Report is going to be uh, gray because it is raining, which in California is a great thing because when it's raining in California, it means that uh, they're putting out all the fires, and so it has been raining all day. The air quality has uh, shot right back up. Thanks for those people that uh, uh, let us know that they're concerned about, one, the fires, and two, the air quality. So that looks like it's uh, recovering nicely. Uh, other than that, it is it is Thanksgiving. So from a news perspective, um, not, a, not, a lot of, not a lot of news. Everybody is getting ready for Amazon next week. Uh, we have... Four booths going to be at reInvent, uh, which should keep us par- fairly busy. Um, there has been a lot of work that the community team has been doing to get there. Um, first thing we should talk about is where are we going to be? If you happen to be at reInvent, we are going to be in the ARIA. The ARIA, uh, I've been told, is like a second cousin. I'm not sure if that's true. I've been getting mis- mixed reports with regard to where we've got our booth. But the reason we have it is we're going as VMware Code, the code community, and we're doing kind of a maker space. So that the ARIA is kind of for uh, maker projects and making things, that are, and it's kind of like hackers. So it makes sense. VMware code is there. Uh, That's one thing. Second thing is booth space was available to get us there. So we thought that was neat. Um, So we will be at the ARIA. And then the idea behind it is not only have the code booth there, but then also have a community gathering place. So if you're going to be uh, at reInvent, it would be cool if you guys came by and said hello uh, and let us know that you're there. We'd love to talk to everybody about what your AWS experience is like, um, why you're there, what are you doing there, uh, how can uh, the community from VMware support you. Um, And if you're not going to be there, we're also going to be live streaming, we're going to be doing social from there. Our goal is to get everybody uh, a little more exposure to the hybrid cloud environment, and AWS is obviously a big proponent of the hybrid cloud. So couple ideas there. One, we're going to do, we're going to be doing some code-related sessions, code-related activities. Two, we want to give the community um, people a chance to congregate, right? And and three, if you're not going to be at uh, AWS, but you're, you're 
listening to this, uh, you can go to the code Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash VMware code, and you actually can watch the live streams. A lot of the sessions, um, there's about maybe 60% that are repeats from VMworld, where a lot of the speakers that were doing Kubernetes talks or other various talks um, will be there, PowerShell, et cetera. Um, but there are about 35% uh, new talks on AWS services. Uh, the uh, Helios, I, I, I forget the name of the company, we just acquired uh, a couple of those founders are going to do a couple talks um, about Kubernetes and uh, what their consulting practices bringing to VMware. Um, so uh, a few more code subjects and a few more AWS subjects uh, along with the, the traditional live stream that we did on the power sessions at VMworld. So you can go check those out. Plus, we're going to swing the camera around and give people kind of some views of what the AWS audience looks like. So if you haven't been to AWS reInvent and you just want to kind of get the feel of it, um, we have Tommy Berry there. We're going to do some live streaming, uh, just kind of give you the sense of what does uh, AWS reInvent look like? What does it feel like? How many VMware people are there? And we'll go from there. So it's kind of a uh, let's go hack um, and uh, experience what we experience, bring the, the community or the VM10 community to, um, to AWS and, uh, and, and live a little bit of hybrid cloud environment. At the same time, there are going to be, uh, VMware is going to have a main booth in the expo, which I think is over in the Venetian. So, you know, quite a distance away from us. So, um, but they're supposed to have bus, bus loops back and forth. So the VMware booths are going to be there. We're going to send Tommy Berry over um, and, uh, you know, do some live streaming. Just give everybody a sense of what it looks like when we're there as a, as a vendor to support uh, Amazon. Uh, at the same time, I think we have a Wavefront booth, um, which is, you know, just focused on Wavefront as an AWS uh, service. Uh, Bill Roth is going to be doing dual duty between our booth and the Wavefront team booth, so that'll be neat. He is the director of marketing for Wavefront, so a little bit of both because we're going to have Wavefront projects, as you might have heard of. What we did at, uh, we're changing up what we did at VMworld for the makerspace tables. We're kind of doing it on steroids, uh, so that should be fun. Uh, but Bill will be doing both of those. And then we have a uh, Cloud Health booth, so um, there's Cloud Health is the acquisition we did where they manage a lot of the workloads, billing and automation control for workloads that are being uh, delivered on AWS. I think the, the, the storyline is that uh, about 40% of all AWS workloads are managed through Cloud Health. I don't know if that data, that, that's necessary true, but uh, that's what I've heard, but it is a significant number. So four booths that we have at Amazon, we'll send Tommy Berry out. So if you're following through social, you can get a sense. He'll do some live streaming. We'll do live streaming in the uh, area at our booth as well. I think there's 40 sessions that we'll be live streaming. Um, at the same time, then we have tables. Uh, and we are giving away Raspberry uh, Pi sensors, much like what we did at VMworld US, except we've expanded the number of sensors that we have uh, from one sensor we did at AWS reInvent, which was a barometric pressure sensor. It's actually a dual sensor uh, that has temp, barometric pressure, and one or two other signals. We did the lab with just temp, but you can uh, build a little, little, a little bit of code snippets that we'll plug in to Leota that will get the other data from those sensors. Uh, so we're doing a little bit more of a deep dive on the sensors and we're doing more sensors. So we have as uh, part of the sessions we're doing 
twice a day. We're doing uh, a joystick. So we have a joystick sensor. Uh, we have a, a uh, ultrasound uh, sensor that gives you distance from objects. We also have a uh, proximity sensor or a motion sensor so that you can, you can see when uh, somebody walks in the room or doesn't walk in the room. It just gives you a zero or one uh, when, when, it, when it goes off. So, um, and then we have, I think, 16 other sensors that we're not going to be drilling down. I have a half an hour session where I'll cover the other sensors. This is the sensor kit. I showed a lot of you, uh, if you were at VMworld uh, Europe, you might have seen me show it, showcasing the uh, home automation sensor kit that you can buy off of Amazon for like $20. And it comes with 16 different sensors, kind of very convenient, uh, from voltage control, switch on and off, um, to uh, gas sensors, to uh, light sensors, to moisture sensor, et cetera, things that you would use if you were going to use a Raspberry Pi to do home automation. Uh, at the same time, we have a presentation that talks about our, uh, our uh, Pulse uh, products that uh, help you pull data from all kinds of these small devices and manage the software payloads that need to be managed when, you're ha when you have uh, large-scale uh, deployments of small IoT devices. And so there is logic to why we're presenting that because we have product uh, IoT Pulse that helps people do that. Uh, we have the automotive industry, the building industry, you know, managing large buildings. All of those sensors need to be updated, managed. So we have software that does a lot of that, that management. Uh, so in the same vein of managing VMs, you're managing these small devices, which really act as small compute nodes, right? Um, and managing the, the payload distribution and update and uh, status and health of, of all of those, those devices, much the way we do the same thing for managing large-scale numbers of VMs. Uh, so that, uh, that, that should be interesting in the makerspace. We are giving away a couple thousand sensors, so the, the deal is you can come into the area uh, watch one of our presentations, one of our 40 presentations on our own products, whether it be Wavefront or Kubernetes um, or VMC and AWS. Um, and then by sitting and watching that 30-minute presentation, you get a sensor card. You can trade it in for a sensor. We'll scan you to join you up to code, and away you go. You can go to the makerspace tables where we have a couple proctors helping you try to build out uh, whatever you want to build out. We have a couple little things you can build out with those. We'll have Raspberry Pis there. I think we're giving away eight Raspberry Pis um, uh, per day. So we'll, we'll give away some. We have little cards with stars on them. If you get a card with a star, you, 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 you get a Raspberry Pi depending on whether you're asking good questions during the sessions or other, other ways to get those in the booth. So that should be kind of the, the environment you come in. You can actually register for code, and we have a coffee bar. We have Espresso uh, Barista there that can make you a barista if you're interested in uh, coming in and engaging with us. You get a, a coffee card. You also get a sensor card, and you can uh, pick up your coffee, come to the tables, and, uh, and learn a little bit about uh, how VMware does things. Uh, and since we have that Raspberry Pi uh, environment, the, the other thing that uh, you know, I wanted to talk about today is the uh, ESX on Raspberry Pi. So we're running uh, Raspberry Pi 3, uh, 3B pluses, I believe. Uh, and so 
the three B pluses have uh, about a gig of memory on on them, and then they have an SD slot that allows you to put in whatever SD size card you want for storage. So you get about a, me- a gig of memory to play with some things that are running on that, and then you have you have obviously storage. You also have onboard Ethernet, onboard Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, so uh, onboard audio, uh, and a HDMI uh, graphics card in there uh, that that gets you HDMI out. So those little Raspberry are pretty, pretty nice little compute units. Uh, they can act as full-on desktops, but they also have, I'm, I'm guessing, 20 uh, I.O. in and out, in outs um, that you can use to obviously grab data from sensors. So kind of a neat, neat little compute unit that can be a full desktop environment. And on the desktop side of these guys, they, they do have a full OS with a uh, full uh, a browser, HTML5, I think, based browser. Uh, they have, I think they have Flash enabled, so, you know, it'll play videos. You can go to the modern websites, and it all behaves properly. So it's a, it's a nice little compute unit if you're interested in a, a cheap $39 desktop. Uh, it acts as a nice little 30 down desktop. They run on USB power. Some of the, I got a little USB power cable that flips down from my USB power port on my monitor, right, and it'll drive the Raspberry Pi right off the monitor power, so you don't really need anything other than the Raspberry Pi and a monitor, mouse, and keyboard. Um, but anyway, we have those. And in the Raspberry Pi land, um, the, you know, the ESX, uh, ESX team uh, out of Boston, they have a research team there, um, decided to put the ESX on the Raspberry Pi. You have a gig. Uh, so it's an ARM processor, uh, which, you know, if you know, ARM is incompatible with Intel instruction sets and CPU. So guys went ahead and uh, ported it to the ARM instruction set. And uh, they have a nice presentation that I have, they've given me, uh, that you know, talks about you know, why we'd want to do uh, ESX. It's a cute project, right, in that you can put it on ARM. And there are certainly uh, conversations around um, the number of, uh, number of CPUs you can have in ARM if you start talking Kubernetes and deploying uh, quick little uh, uh, present uh, quick little uh, OS deploys for our Kubernetes. Um, there's uh, there's reasons to have an ARM-based compute solution. I think HP has a large-scale uh, system. I don't want to say how many ARM processors it is, but it's like a thousand or some large number of of those. So in a real sense, um, there is a strategic advantage of why we might want to have. Uh, ESX on ARM, and so that's what uh, we're going to talk about uh, today, and we'll get through that now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 